0: Showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater.
1: You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. Please pleased to bring you our fifi Feature presentation. Station. What it do, boys and girls? It is Monday night. It is May second. It's gonna be May. You are tuned in to the Drive-In Speaker Box. I am your host, the Boom Operator, and I
0: am Slick Doggy the Grip.
1: That's right. And uh, yeah, we are here. It's another. Hey, it's another. It's another day. It's another time. It's another place. It's another. Another month. It's May. It's May, and uh, it's the beginning of summer, and, you know, what that means is everybody's like, summer blockbusters! We made it through, you know, February, March, and April, which is um, gonna be a little on the slower side, but we're here, and Vince, already in the comments over on Twitch, noticing that someone has shaved for the show.
0: Sometimes accidents happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to tell you.
1: I know it's going to be a thing. It's going to be that we should have like shaved or shaved up enough uh, channel points Uh. to where like get 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 uh, the grip to shave his his uh, flavor saver or whatever you call that thing. Um, the, you know, the little, the little, the, the soul. tuft, the soul patch. Yeah. Um, the uh,
0: missing portion of my avant-garde.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, and if you're listening to the podcast version of this and you're like, what the heck is going on? Make sure you could tune in live. We do this every Monday night live streaming eight o'clock central standard time uh, over on our Facebook, our Twitch and our YouTube. We do this live once a week and you can get into that conversation over mm-hmm. on the chat, um, you know. Unlike a lot of podcasts that that edit things and do things over again and, <laughs> professional and, and, and No, they're not professional because they like have to do like six or seven takes because oh, they yeah. they all like and they have to write all these notes and mm. rehearse and we don't do none of that. We just we just Well, I do have some notes. We got but notes, but we don't minimal. We
0: minimal don't,
1: notes. We don't not have a script. We didn't that's write true. jokes. We didn't put effort into this. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, there's effort. We, 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 they, what I was effort.
1: going to say is it's raw talent. Uh that's what we put into this. So emphasis um, be on, raw. on raw. Well, be sure to check us out over there on our uh on our live channels and uh yeah, it's a lot of fun. So uh shout outs into the chat. Uh Logan over on Twitch saying the womb broom. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Um uh, the uh classification. New. No, it's the the well, womb room the lower the lower business. The yeah, that's where everything graphic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yuck. Um
0: Yeah, no no blue chew ads on this show.
1: That's right. This show when we get big
0: enough to have those. Let's not do that. Let's not be like what if your dick pills was more like a chewing gum? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I mean, uh, everybody has a price, and ours isn't that high. So, uh, if you want to sponsor the driving speaker box, hit us up in the DMs. That's true. Um, yeah. Shout yeah. Out, yeah. out
0: to Fathom Events. That's right. Shout and out to Fathom Events and AMC concession stands, and what are what are all the other things that we Rock, promote?
1: Rock Hill Studios, um, all forms of gin. Um. What? You know, we we are we're, we're whores. Uh, we're, we'll be we'll be your whore. We'll be your problem. What whore. is a
0: we? Hey, thanks, Logeweb.
1: Well, I'll be sure that when we're rich and famous, you won't take any dollars from (laughs) uh, advertising, and I will keep all of them. Uh, But anyway, we've got a show for you tonight. We're going to be talking about movies that came out. We're going to be talking about movies that are coming out. We're going to be talking about news. We're going to be talking about all that stuff. We're going to be reviewing Memory later in the program, so stick around for that in the second half hour. Memory, like (laughs) the corners of my mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to be talking about that, but first let's talk about some movie news um did you hear did you hear guys uh the director of uh the new and this is this is kind of funny the uh the, the new um uh fantastic 4 film that everybody's been talking about uh John watts you know he's been uh, kind of bringing us all of these Spider-Man movies that we love, and he was a, he was attached to do you know the Fantastic Four for <laughs> over a year now, and he announced that he's not. He's like I'm walking away from the project, and and didn't even cite the whole like usual thing where people like go, uh creative differences, mm. um, which is just kind of a catch-all term for somebody pissed off somebody else real hard. Um, but I th- I think there was maybe an interview, maybe an off-handed comment where he was just like, look, I'm tired of Comic book movies for a minute and I need a break.
0: Yeah, and then everyone was like, Oh, but what's gonna happen with Spider Man? Because it was supposed to be some sort of tie-in, uh, because Spider Man's first appearance was him raiding the Fantastic Four Tower. Uh and being I mean every movie's gonna have a Spider Man in it. But whole kid. Yeah. So uh now everyone's like, Well what's gonna happen with the Spider Man movies? Um
1: well, they're going to get turned over to some other, like, flashy name director, and they're going to... I mean, but, but again, these aren't Marvel movies. These are Sony movies under the Marvel um, uh, Universe-ish, whatever. It's in conjunction with. Uh, so, you know, it's 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 going to be interesting to see, see what happens. And, I mean, much like Sam Raimi, um, who Sony sort of... Liked. Got
0: to the third one, and he's like... Oh. Okay.
1: And he took like a 10-year break from directing movies. And, you know, if you read old interviews with him, he's just like, I just needed some time. I mean, doing comic book movies, doing these big studio numbers where you've got producers constantly questioning your vision, where you got rewrites and reshoots and drama from celebrities and all this kind of stuff and big, huge budgets and delivery dates and all the madness – it's exhausting, especially to do one right after another. And, you know, everybody's like, Oh, Hollywood must just be so fun and glamorous. And, you know, working on a movie, working on the, 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 principal photography is what they call it. Um, and I can't even imagine with post, if you're a director, like what an exhausting process, like it is a very, very exhaustive process. You know, being on a film set's not fun. Uh, it's hard work. I mean, Maybe if you're, like, an A-list celebrity and you got a trailer and you just get to, like, you know, sip on your Evian or whatever. And like,
0: uh, what was it when years ago when for Men in Black 3 where Will Smith had, like, that 50-foot trailer parked in the middle of New York City? Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, wow, this is blocking the entire world. Uh, but it was Will Smith and there was nothing anyone could do about it.
1: Yeah, Elsa gets slapped. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah, it turns out that was the reason he used to just slap the hell out of people. <laughs> Yeah, he's like I'm Hancock and just hit people. Uh, tying into this too, a couple of things that have uh, kind of been mentioned in the comments here. Uh, people saying they're tired of comic book movies. Well, guess what? 2023 has more Marvel movies than any other year ever. So get ready yeah, so to buckle just up, James,
1: be... James on Facebook. It is not
0: have it crammed down your throat even more than ever. As if it's not enough, giving it money and. Uh, Several people mentioned that they thought you were going to mention the exit of Justin Lin from Fast 10. That was part two of my directors. Your seatbelts. He stepped out a couple days ago, and it turns out now they're saying that that was a few days before he was even supposed to announce it. He had quit, and they waited a few days, and it was like the day after Vin Diesel posted a hype video with Justin Lin of being like, Yo, fasten your seatbelts. It's gonna be sick. Justin Lin's back. Hell yeah! And then Justin Lin's like, nah, dog." I'm I mean,
1: out. it's probably Vin Diesel's fault. Like, didn't wasn't there like some famous beef that the, you him know? Him and the Rock. Yeah, him and the Rock. And the Rock was like, "Look, the, Vin Diesel sucks." And a lot of people apparently are like, "Yeah, working with Vin Diesel is not fun." And uh, maybe uh, Lynn was just like, "Okay, look, this is already annoying enough as it is. Yeah, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks." thanks thanks for the craft services I'm out and
0: well and and it has been mentioned in the comments and mentioned again just merge both projects uh, fast and furious and fantastic four you could have fffff 4 <laughs> and you could just have all of the the fantastically fast four <laughs> oh.
1: the furiously fantastic fast four
0: yeah Johnny Johnny. Utah. You uh, bring him back Johnny from Utah. From no, Johnny Storm. Yeah. Uh, the Human Torch He'd be super into it. Bring back Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. FFFF. FFFFF.
1: Yes. Fantastically yeah. fast and furiously fantastic fast forward. But you know
0: who they brought in as the director the to f- replace Justin
1: Lin? The, well, yes, I know. But Louis Louis
0: the... Leterrier. Louis Leterrier, Leterrier, however it's supposed to be. Because Clash of the Titans was so good. Did he do that? Yeah. Well, you know what else he did, though? Transporter 1 and 2. Well, there's that. And he did uh, the Incredible Hulk that kicked off the Marvel Universe. He did do the Incredible he Hulk. He did Now You See Me, which some people liked for some reason. I don't understand it. And he did a favorite of yours. Lupin on Netflix, but that
1: was French. That was French language with French stuff, and you know the French when they're in France, they get what to do if, different stuff. What if this Fast and Furious takes place in France? Well, that'd be uh, muy Bien <laughs> um, yeah. uh, or Trebian. That's yeah, yeah. it. Muy it is. Bien, in tre bien is Spanish. Uh, Trebian is is French. <laughs> um, um,
0: James, in the comments, has a good one. It's F off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Getting, yeah, I I well, as uh, Logeweb says on Twitch, gonna need a Shyamalan Fast and Furious. No. That I would, yeah, no. that's, that's let's do it.
0: Remember when Shyamalan did the uh, the one with James McAvoy, and everyone was like, Yo, this is sick, oh, dude sp- splice split. or split, yeah, or, or yeah, and everyone was or like, or... Yo, this is really sick, <clears throat> he's killing it, this is it's good again, and then he did the next one where he's like, What if? Unbreakable, and this one we're put together, and everyone's like, Oh, you ruined it.
1: Well, you know what's really funny though is circle back cancel culture. Um, so, you know, uh, one of the interesting things about like hardcore pedal to the metal, like progressive thought and cancel culturedom is, uh, you know, the inability to separate content from a time in history or the context of which and when and how it was made. Uh, everybody's trying to cancel that James Vac- McAvoy movie because he was playing uh, a character with uh, personality disorder mm-hmm. and uh, was the villain. And so they're saying that it's... it's he a,
0: wasn't. A couple of his personalities were.
1: Right, but they're saying that it, that it threw a negative light on people with personality dis- disorders and so therefore it is um, incredibly poor taste and should be canceled. Okay. And I'm like... What
0: about Ooh. the serial killers they've done interviews with and they're that's like exactly how they are What about like everything? You know, I mean come on. Like Oh, they portrayed this person as a killer <sighs> and I'm kind of like that
1: person. Yeah, I kinda I like pizza and the killer in this movie ate pizza. I don't think I like the way it makes me feel. Yeah. And it's like, come on, like only
0: turtles eat pizza.
1: Ugh. It's like we're already watching movies about flying like green giants in space with their friends that carry lightning hammers and are made of rocks. Like, can we just like go, OK, let's suspend disbelief. And, you know, you know, we're also in a time where everybody wants characters on screen to look and represent People that look and act and come from backgrounds like me. And it's like, okay, well, you know, if you want these characters injected into these stories, then we need to still have bad guys. And uh, I read a really interesting article about, like, villains, you know, and villains on screen. Like, we still need bad guys mm. and not every bad guy has to have a sympathetic out not every bad guy has to be like you know like the rambo bad guy where he was like a nazi baby killing like the russian dude cha- from trafficker. rambo 2 no the no the the the, the, the john rambo movie it was like oh, so rambo he was so was like unlikable the
0: jungle dude who raped children and yeah. all that stuff and, and like, Rambo just, like, tears his throat out. yeah dude and yeah. you're just
1: like how bad not every bad guy has to be like a child-raping Nazi. Like, we can just have bad guys, you know, that, that look like me. And and that's okay. Like, you know, we need to tell stories. Like, storytelling is still a thing about exploring our imaginations and exploring alternate, you know, that's, you know, sci-fi is is one of the coolest genres because it gets to explore these things of, like, what if... Someone that looks like me and acts like me and and comes from my background, gets presented with some shit, and maybe we make a bad decision and we screw up. What does that look like? Can we explore this thought? Can we explore this idea, this fantasy, and play it out on screen? That's not fantasy.
0: That's life. What if someone that I look at in the mirror fucks up every day? Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, it's okay. Like Oh, that's... I live that. I don't need to see that more. Uh, you know what? Talking about people uh, being put on screen uh, that uh, cancel culture has attacked and has been viewed as a villain and things like that. Uh, there's screen Are we releases. About the Depp? No, I don't. Want, I don't want to touch no, the Johnny Depp. No, thing. there's too much of that going on. Too so,
1: many. Sh- it's, it's it's too much shit in the bed. Uh,
0: there's there's been shots of. Barbie movie released
1: oh the Barbie movie yeah
0: because everyone's like she is too skinny and pretty I hate her yeah so uh that's out now and it's all um Harley Quinn
1: Margot Robbie yeah Yeah. I mean and the whole point I think of this movie is a parody of the fact that it's this unobtainable sort of image you know and but
0: she's pictured in the dream car like 50s pink vet yeah yeah so it's barbie it's barbie that's what, yeah i mean yeah it's you know uh, we'll see how many trailers are we gonna get where it's like okay barbie let's go party
1: they actually said that the aqua song will not be present in the movie
0: maybe not <laughs> in the movie <laughs> but on yeah. the trailers how many of the trailers and promotional material
1: yeah thanks aqua uh, <laughs> But anyway, uh, that's going on in the director news. Um, another interesting thing, a little yeah, a clip a, a, a bit of news that I thought was interesting. Uh, a guy, a name that I haven't heard of since, oh, before you were born. John Woo. John Woo, um, if you don't know that name, you, Mission Impossible y- too. you will know what he's responsible for. John Woo probably single-handedly invented this sort of pistol opera action genre of the 90s. Um, You know, the doves flying, double Mm -hmm. pistols leaping in the air, you know, I mean it's been done so many times, but John Woo was the guy, he was like a uh, you know a Hong Kong uh, action uh, film director, and uh, some of his best films are with Chow Yun Fat. And if you're if you've ever gone back and seen like Hard Boiled, which is a really good one, but one of his most classics uh, it was The Killer. Um, you know, The Killer is so good. I mean, it is so so good, and just really just started a genre. And now Peacock, which is, I guess, the new um, with the streaming service for NBC Universal and uh, Universal NBC, um, they have signed on John Woo to make a series remake of The Killer, 1989 Hong Kong action classic The Killer, retranslated for American screens on Peacock. This sounds like the worst idea. And John Woo's attached. This sounds as bad as the American old boy. Like...
0: Oh, yeah. I was thinking that same thing when you were talking about it. It was like, Ugh. what if Josh Brolin was old boy? <laughs> and what
1: if we cut out all of the social context that makes this movie really disturbing? And what if we... You know they originally wanted Will Smith, I think, to be in Old oh, Boy? Old Boy? Really? Yeah. mm-hmm. Um, super, super weird. Um, uh, yeah, Vince coming in with the old boy remake reference. I mean, you know, the only thing they got right about that remake was the, the hammer hallway scene, but then it already, that's been like done. the
0: the iconic scene of the movie yeah. that's been recreated in, in multiple forms every, of media,
1: every action I, movie.
0: I don't know if that was in the original manga or not, though. Was it? I think it was. Wow, I never got that I far. think,
1: you know, the, the. Looking at the hammer and going, "Ah, this is how I got to get out. But, you know, I don't think this is going to be good. I love the killer. I love, like, 80s, 90s John Woo. Um, Just, I just don't know how I feel about this guy. I don't know.
0: Well, you know what? Talking about streaming and series uh, and remakes, Netflix is going to do yet another reboot of Iron Chef. No. Yes. No. That's happening. Please no.
1: Yep. Please no, and it's Alton Brown involved. I doubt it because <sighs> it's on Netflix. It's not Food Network. Well, Alton Brown's also getting—he's trying to retire. Um, he's published his last book. He's on his last tour, which I got to go see. I don't know if I talked about that on the show. It's pretty awesome. Um, that, no, I don't. I don't want. I don't want another Iron Chef. I, I mean, I love. I love the original Iron Chef, and I even did a pretty long stint of watching Iron Chef America, um, but. Yeah, I just don't think that's a good idea. I mean, Food Network. I mean, how many cooking challenge shows have been born now thanks to Iron Chef? I mean, there's there's so many of them out there. And but original Iron Chef was good.
0: Original and Iron Th- Chef is amazing. Iron Chef America, not so much. Mm-hmm. And then the latter seasons of Food Network's Iron Chef America stuff was just not good
1: oh well, I mean there's so many you know like chopped and uh there was another you know um uh, I think it was yeah um um cutthroat kitchen uh there's there's a whole bunch of there there's the same premise it's like all right we've assembled these three chefs from these culinary backgrounds that think they're the best in their game and we're gonna pit them head to head with today's mystery ingredient which is you know cow eyeballs and then you're like all right uh, the Alton Brown version, I think, is
0: Cutthroat Kitchen, and it's pretty awesome. It because is going to have Alton Brown. But
1: he's the chairman? Ah, oh, damn it, no. Yeah,
0: it still has Mark Dacascas in it.
1: Man, no. Oh, I love Alton Brown,
0: though. What am I going to do? I don't know. Bring back original Iron Chef. That was that was the tits where they're like, and the secret ingredient is squid butthole. And <laughs> you're <know>, like, do-do-do-do. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, and the Iron Chef- I'm going it- to make squid butthole ice cream. Exactly. <laughs> Iron Chef Italy was like, to the ice cream machine. And he would just toss it in there. And me and my brother were like, what's Iron Chef Italy going to do this time? And it was just funny because it was like Iron Chef whatever country and they were all Japanese dudes. Oh, dude.
1: Iron Chef Morimoto, he was always just like, raw squid butthole on a <laughs> uh, just on a leaf. That's yeah. it. That's, the, that's it. I just really want to express the pure of the squid butthole. Yeah. Like, Oh dude. And <laughs> All the
0: time. But you would seriously make ice cream out of like, they're like, uh, the ingredient today is squirrel turds. And they're Ooh, like, ice cream, ice cream. <laughs> put it in the ice cream maker. Yeah. And the people would always eat it. And they're like, this ice cream. Hmm. It's it's so good, and like you Ooh, wouldn't even mommy. you wouldn't even tell that it's squirrel turds and squid butthole. <laughs> couldn't do it. Thank you, Iron <laughs> Chef. Yeah, yeah. Thank thank you, Iron but Chef. But at the beginning of every episode, that dude would take a bite out of that bell pepper and like throw up in his mouth.
1: Well, the original Chairman, yeah, he was a bell pepper, and then the Iron Chef America one would get the bell pepper, but then go in an apple and go, Ow, and it's yeah. like oh, we're <laughs> America now.
0: Well, uh, but, <laughs> the opening of original Iron Chef just always cracked me up because he had that bell pepper and he was like. Oh,
1: he loved it though cuz okay he didn't he like threw up in his mouth so the the funny funny thing about the original iron chef um, is the theme song to original iron chef is the theme song to backdraft with um yeah 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 um everybody everybody loves backdraft everybody's favorite firefighter movie with <laughs> uh um kurt russell yeah. um but yeah the 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 theme song to backdraft got Taken and used as the Iron Chef original Japanese Iron Chef uh, theme song, which is a, a little fun fact there. Um, but anyway, yeah, oh, geez, cooking shows. Uh,
0: talking Netflix series two, uh, there was that trailer released for the new Mike Myers project. The Pentaveret? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this because
1: I like Mike Myers. You know, I think Mike Myers, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier in the show about. Um, things existing in a certain time, you know? I mean, I feel like the 90s and Mike Myers were just a really a really good time to be together. But the shtick, the same old, like, get in my belly, oh, fat buster, oh, my honey, baby, yeah, oh, baby, and, like, million dollar, like, all of that stuff, like, it does not age well. You know the whole like Austin I think Austin Powers turns 25 this week.
0: Yeah, but the whole premise of Austin Powers was that he was from an era that and he didn't age well.
1: Right. But now the
0: movie Austin Powers does And maybe
1: maybe that was the plan. Maybe you could kinda go back and watch
0: it and be like, well this didn't age well and the whole movie's about, well, this didn't age well and you'd be like, oh wow.
1: Yeah. Maybe Mike Myers is a true genius. I mean, I really do love So I Married an Axe Murderer.
0: It's been thirty years since then and the nineties was thirty years from the sixties. Look at that.
1: God. So I Married an Axe Murder is such a sleeper Mike Myers hit.
0: Like they used to run it on Comedy Central oh, it's during so the good. day, it's so all good. the time. Um, such a good movie. Not after you've seen it on Comedy Central. Well, yeah, it edited times. and all,
1: yeah, of course. Anything you well, there are movies I can watch five thousand. Surf ninjas. Uh, yeah, surf ninjas, surf ninjas, kwaatsu mm-hmm. dudes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> so, but, so
0: there's not surf ninjas strike back that's three ninjas th- well they
1: they need a surf ninjas strike back there are, are three
0: ninjas, or, ninjas uh, yeah. what was
1: um um surf nazis must die that's a, that's a movie uh that a friend of mine worked on um yeah shout outs to john uh but you know this mike myers film I, it's, it's just more of the same shtick i mean even rob lowe's in it and i don't know like mike myers and rob lowe have been like homies for since the dawn of time, and I'm pretty sure Rob Lowe
0: Benjamin
1: is an immortal, um, be. or he's just so full of Botox, or he's an android or a hologram. He's like the hologram Tupac that was at the Super Bowl that one time. Um, he's just like the most the, the yeah Rob Lowe in it. Mike Myers playing a hundred characters that are all basically Mike Myers. Like you know when Eddie Murphy plays multiple characters. There's some acting going on, like Eddie Murphy can. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Like coming to America, Vampire in Brooklyn. Like, so, you know, you, you're like, is I'm pretty sure that's Eddie Murphy, but the voices are different. You know, the characters are a little bit different. You could just, you can tell it's Eddie Murphy.
0: There was a time where it worked for both of them, but I think it's people are so used to it now. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, it's just they no, no. got it.
1: Yeah, can't you do something else?
0: Kind of like the whole like people wearing covid mask and stuff because before halloween and everything he's like who are you who i'm trying to figure it out i need to check your id and i can't tell if it's you and now you just see this of people all the time and you're like well that's clearly bruce wayne <laughs> 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 dick grayson who's he kidding yeah, yeah.
1: Hey, you're not full in a city um
0: yeah. yeah get out of here secret identity and they're like oh. you got me dude yeah should have worn go-
1: the glasses like superman no one ever recognized yeah me. what
0: gave me away and they're like i've been looking at people with masks like this so, and-
1: Yep, yeah. and then th- that's all it takes is a little bit of um, clue, clues. Yeah, um, to
0: see like Vincent Nutty Professor and stuff. At the time, that was really good, but then you watch like Coming to America and you're like, oh, well, there he is. But the original hilarious. one was good.
1: But anyway, Mike Myers coming back on a Netflix, uh, Netflix series. Um, uh, doesn't have a... I think it's May 5th is when, uh, so it starts streaming this week, so you can check that out. Also streaming this week, for those of you that are into streaming, Ozark has, um, you know, released the last handful of episodes, I haven't made my way all the way through them yet, but they are out there, heard, I've heard people are a little, little upset about the ending, they're like, ah, and that's the problem, I mean, endings, endings, to things that we have grown accustomed to seeing and watching and enjoying, nobody likes endings. But um, I'm looking forward to checking out the ending. Uh, one thing that is ending this week that I am not looking forward to checking out the end of is Picard season two. Um, it ends this week, and I don't know if anybody of you or anybody in the audience has been uh, keeping up with Picard season two. This show sucks. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, and and. You're talking to two dudes that love some Star Trek.
0: Pick. I'm a big Star Trek fan, but anything uh, they call it New Trek, uh, any any of that, it's not for me. The Orville, now that's for me. Oh, they announced. That's coming out. There was an Orville teaser pick released it's this summer.
1: It's coming, just very soon. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Orville um, season three. Last one, unfortunately.
0: Oh, I need it to go it's forever. So good. Maybe it'll get picked up by another network or something. It could. Um, but Picard and uh strange new worlds and discovery dude Picard not for you know me.
1: how they they just call it like Star Trek colon Picard it could have been it should have been like Star Trek Oedipus and uh, like this whole series, the whole season two is about like Picard's big like edible boner for his mom, and uh, it's super weird. And there's like Borg team ups. Like you know a franchise is failing when they do a team up with the like worst enemy they can think of. Like you know GI Joe's like well we gotta we gotta figure out how to get people watching we're teaming up with cobra and everyone's like oh shit you know and just like oh man you know uh, uh optimus prime what we're we gonna do we're gonna team up with the decepticons no we're not are you kidding me oh we gotta watch this you know and picard is just like well jean lucs gonna team up with the
0: borg queen and you're like no he everybody isn't. gets super sensitive dick skin like data did <laughs> Exactly, you get super
1: secretive or sensitive dick skin. You get super sensitive,
0: and that's seriously a premise in First Contact. The Borg Queen tries to coerce data to her side by giving him real sensitive dick skin, and then rubbing it. And that's a weird thing for me to say on a thing that my family and friends and grandmas all watch. We didn't write it. That's true. I didn't watch, write it. I just watched the I movie. And was but like, but yeah, like this Picard stuff, you know,
1: uh, and and it's just yeah. Another thing that I'm getting really tired of, um, <laughs> first contact, and and That's I true. I blame X Men um, for doing this. And damn
0: you, Brian Singer. Yes,
1: I blame Brian Singer. I blame X Men because Marvel ran with it, and now that Marvel's running with it, and, and Sony's running with it, and and then DC's starting. Everybody's running with multiverse. Like this, everything's up. Multiverse, right yeah, now. That's been
0: going on in the comics
1: for like. Well, yeah, but 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 they're using multiverse as a way to just just, you know, what we don't we don't even have to try multiverse, you know, and uh, oh well, this doesn't even make sense, so- multiverse, and why would this character even multiverse, and you know that's what happened in Picard, like Q rolls up and he's just like, mon Capitan! and uh, you know, and then it's a multiverse because there's a you know, he goes and meets young Guinan, and, you know, uh, of course, in Star Trek Next Generation, Picard first meets Guinan like hanging out with yeah with Mark Twain and Mm -hmm. that's like how Data's head like gets salvaged for you know several hundred years and all this kind of stuff but they first meet each other there and you're like oh okay well you know Guinan's just been hanging out with uppity white dudes for you know most of mankind and uh, you know and then Jean-Luc walks into her bar in like 2024 and she's like who the fuck are you? And you're like, don't you, it's Guinan. And, uh, and then, it's of course, they, the the director, everybody's like, how come Guinan doesn't know, like Jean-Luc, they're, they met like, you know, a hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah,
0: she met him in the 1800s, but he didn't meet her until his time. Right, and Blood they're like,
1: stuff. "Oh, uh, uh, multiverse, multiverse, uh, Q multiverse, guys. That's it's a timeline, but it's a different, it's an
0: alternate timeline. So timelines. Well, see, and that's multiverse. a bummer because so many fans were hoping that they would explain why Q was afraid of Gynon. They but, do a little bit of that. They do explain
1: the Alorian um, Q continuum." Uh, relationship a little Mm -hmm. bit it's a little weak but um the rest of it can
0: just make multiverses and she just goes along with it it kind of ruins that spoiler spoiler alert
1: spoiler q is dying and he's losing his powers and he's faced uh, faced with mortality.
0: So that ruins so the many Q things about the Qs because Voyager has a really good episode where there's a Q who's trying to kill himself and he goes, the only thing I've ever wanted is, is to die. die because he can't. And that's the whole purpose of the episode. Only Qs can kill each other Qs oh, and they gosh. won't do it. Well, they do have that whole Q Civil War thing where uh, Susie Plaque is... Uh, the female Q and and you have like the Q baby thing. That's more Voyager stuff. Voyager, Voyager is pretty sick. Hey, but getting away from fun Star Trek and going back to things that are ending. Picard, uh, you know. What?
1: Anyway, the season finale is this week. So
0: other other things that are ending. Uh, Gary Oldman announced that he's done acting. Uh, I don't believe it. Well, he said likely right, but he said Slow Horses, which is an Apple TV Apple Plus thing, um, is. <sighs> his last project so i don't believe it gary oldman and also uh,
1: gary oldman is not allowed to retire because <laughs> gary oldman's probably one of the only talented people thing in is
0: he'll just come back and unlike eddie murphy and mike myers he'll come back and be somebody and you won't, won't. know it's him that's
1: yeah he's just going to be in roles and we never know he's going to take yeah. an alternate name and just act and we'll never know it's gary oldman
0: yeah just like that meme where it's like uh, the director yells cut, you snap out of it. He's going to be like... Look in the mirror, you were Gary Oldman the whole time. It's he's like, going to be Harry an Goldman yeah.
1: and uh, and everyone's going to go, God, this Harry Goldman is such a great actor. Um, yeah, the, the, dude, Gary Oldman, he is... I was just talking about... Um, so I, I, I recently purchased a Bram Stoker's Dracula pinball machine uh, that, you know, um, mark your calendars for
0: October. Gary Oldman with the... With the big... <laughs>
1: You know, Japanese hand, hand, hair bun. You know, it was this really interesting costume designer. Um, actually, the behind the scenes of that movie are pretty incredible. Like, you know, Bram Stoker's Dracula, say what you will about it. Everybody goes, oh, Keanu. Well, yeah. You're like
0: a vampire.
1: But one of the coolest <laughs> things about that movie is every every bit of visual effects except for the blue fire was done in camera, which is pretty insane. Um, if you think about that, there was no, there was almost no post effects done, like you know the overlay of the eyes and all the you know the miniature overlays and the shadows and the the creature effect. Everything was done in camera. And uh, you think about how Francis Ford Coppola was was doing some of the stuff as an homage to back you know the early 30s and 40s silent films and you know Nosferatu and and uh, Universal Dracula and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's a very very impressive movie uh, stylistically if you're into filmmaking. Um, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, getting off topic. Gary Oldman, fantastic performance um, in everything that he does.
0: Well, and something else that ended, which is a terrible transition for this. I'm sorry. Uh, but the man that played the drummer in Spinal Tap, Rick Parnell, passed away at 70.
1: Well, way to buzzkill.
0: Well, there is a un, as unfortunate as it is. There's a slight bit of humor to it in the sense that. In Spinal Tap, the joke was that all of the drummers would would die on them. So,
1: well, and, and self-fulfilling prophecy, I guess. Well, everyone yeah. dies, but
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's that. That's just kind of like a uh, sad and uh, interesting bit at the same time, I guess. And the the last thing that uh, that that I really saw worth mentioning was uh, there's a George Carlin documentary coming out uh, directed by Judd Apatow, and it has just all sorts of people talking about the uh, impact on them that George Carlin had. Um, Who I that- mean,
1: George Carlin, his comedy, going back and looking at his comedy, is so relevant today as it was then. Um, it's like he was telling the future, mm. uh, or we just have not progressed as a society at all. Uh, George Carlin, um, a.k.a.
0: Rufus. That's a um, more Keanu Reeves connection. Yeah. A
1: very cool dude, very funny comedian, um, very ahead of his time.
0: I used to walk in uh, FYE and look at the George Carlin like collection all the time. I'm like, there's no way I can afford that, and I always wanted it. But now you can as a grown uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe if I had money, but what's that yeah dollars
1: or a thing maybe if like. we had more subscribers uh we could buy these things so don't forget to like and subscribe uh wherever you subscribe twitch actually gives us money so there you go um but now it's time of the show we need to move on uh opening this week in theaters pretty much only one movie that is coming out there is a small horror movie coming out called the twin um it might not make it to your theaters but it is out there from director tally Mustonen. Um. Oh, YouTube is adding tipping. That's cool, because to get an affiliate status with advertising with, with YouTube now, you have to get like millions of views. They're when, they're getting yeah. stingy, and Twitch is about to get stingy.
0: They're subscribers, and then you have to join the club or whatever. And, Ridiculous. It's yeah. making it
1: impossible. They're like, oh, we want free content from people always forever.
0: It's weird that a uh, horror movie would come out this week, though, because next week is Friday the 13th. It is. It is spooky,
1: but this week, opening May sixth, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness.
0: Nothing's coming out next week. Because it's like, what's the point? Nope.
1: And they're all like, "Did you watch WandaVision? Did you watch another uh, Marvel show that you probably didn't give a shit about? Did you watch? Do you do you care? Do you uh, do you follow Spider Man? Do you understand? Did you watch Inception? Like, we'll watch all these movies to get ready to not understand." us trying to fill the leaky hole of plot that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe with magic. And, uh, yeah, it's Doctor Strange going, every question you've had about something that doesn't make sense is now my magic. And, uh, (laughs) which is, I anticipate this movie being just, non-stop like well if a a fan has a question about something multiverse
0: it would be so funny I've just thought about this if they bring in like all the old comic movies like all the old Marvel movies there's like X-Men universe and he just goes Erase, and yeah. everyone's like, "What?" And he's like, "It's gone." And like Fantastic Four, and it has Chris Evans, and he's like, "Oh, Johnny Storm," and he's like, "Erase." <laughs> and so every time there's like a fan thing or something, people that like that old
1: Captain America movie from the eighties, yeah, with yeah.
0: with uh, uh, what's his name, Sallings, mm-hmm. Matt Sallings, and uh, he's just like gone. And, and like, like Lou the Incredible Lou Hulk Lou show. shows up and yeah. goes,
1: hey, guys, it's me. And they're like. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's Lou Ferrigno. I'm doing the Lou Ferrigno impression. There's nothing yeah, wrong with doing I the Lou Ferrigno impression.
0: Hey, fun fact. I met him one time. Not a nice guy. At least no, he's funny. a jerk. <laughs> he's kind of a jerk. Uh, he was the Hulk. I was like, hey, dude, what's up? Uh, pumping iron and all this stuff that I watched where you and Arnie were like rivals and you're so cool and the Incredible Hulk. And he was like. Get away from me! <laughs> I <was> like cool,
1: <laughs> but uh, but Doctor Stranger, you know, this is gonna be much like Spider Man. You know, I feel like there's going to be a lot of cameos that are gonna pop up in this movie that they've kept under wraps because that's the whole thing now is like More getting More than
0: just uh Chitty, eg of what what what's his ch- twiddle, ch- How do you you know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
1: I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, but I in the
0: new trailers he's like. I'm back and everyone's like who's he again he was a character in the first movie
1: yeah. but you know you know there's gonna be Bruce Campbell cameos there's probably I, th- I think there's probably gonna be a Professor X cameo I think there's gonna be a Deadpool like cameo I think there's gonna be um...
0: he just erases Deadpool and everyone's like what and they're like, no yeah. he doesn't
1: erase it's just no. the, the bridging of the timeline yeah, so Deadpool was... can now be in a Marvel movie
0: no it'd be so funny if he just erased everything Fox like that with the Fantastic Four <sighs> and the X-Men and Deadpool and that's how Ryan Reynolds get at, gets out of half minute do it or anything. They're just like, sorry, dude, no more Deadpool. Disney doesn't want it. <laughs> I'm like, well,
1: okay, um, but or or no, they're just gonna they're gonna they're gonna get Ryan Reynolds Deadpool from X Men Origins, and uh, they're gonna whoosh that one away. Um, but keep keep the Deadpool we know, but that Deadpool goes away, and then Gre- Green Lantern um, he'll no, show up for two seconds. But even though he's in the wrong universe, yeah, I can't do that. But, you know, this movie, I, I just... This movie, I think, is going to be ultimate panderfest. Even though it's Sam Raimi. And I really like Sam Raimi. I do. I, he has he uh, made some of my favorite movies of all time, you know. But doesn't mean everyone's going to be a banger. Especially when you've got Marvel breathe, breathing over your neck. Or, or Disney breathing over your neck. And I, I I just don't... I'm not excited about this, you know. I, I'm, I've seen too many trailers um i just don't think it's going to be fun you know uh you got double benedicts going in you got the cumberbatch you got the wong you got the pan movements you got the jive you got noodle monsters it's going to be it's going to be a popcorn ride. It's going to make a lot of money. Everybody the box office people are already saying it's on track to make 150 million dollars in its opening weekend or more. Um, you know, it's
0: like, oh yeah, it's going
1: to break it's going to break records. Um, so anyway, it's coming out. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. We'll probably see it this weekend. We'll probably talk about it on Monday.
0: Yeah, I guess I need to watch that latest Spider-Man finally and probably read a synopsis of WandaVision.
1: Yeah, I don't want to watch WandaVision. I'll 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 just I'll just read a A Cliff Notes version. But uh, anyway, so that brings us to the period of the show, which you've all been waiting for, where I review uh, a movie that I saw. Jake didn't get a chance to see it this week.
0: No, I had full plans to do so. However, uh, I had to take in uh, six baby Virginia possums and uh, figure out what to do with them and follow... Uh, advice of some rescuers I was in contact with. And Down under. Should be getting them back with a local rescue tomorrow for uh, proper release back into the wilds. Don't keep wild animals as pets. Yeah, do pets. not
1: keep wild animals as pets.
0: Looking at you, Ash.
1: Looking at everyone that tries <laughs> well, to keep wild, wild yeah, animals as pets. my fiance's trying real hard
0: to do that. Uh, nope. but, um They do yeah. eat ticks. They're great for the ecosystem. Yeah, possums are super um, rad.
1: Yeah, so anyway, but uh, so memory, the new film that came out last weekend, uh, from director Martin Campbell. You may know Martin Campbell from such movies as Casino Royale, Vertical Limit, Green Lantern, which we just talked about, and Golden Eye. Um, you know, well known for action films, well known for you know that kind of jazz. Coming up with a, a, a film that's starring um, Liam Neeson and Guy Pierce, uh, and um. Some other people. Uh, Ray Stevenson also in this movie, oddly enough, with the only performance that did not feel like it was community theater. Um, this Ray movie, Stevenson's a good actor. He is a good actor. But even his... Whoever wrote this script, you know, this was adapted off of, um, you know, a, a, a book uh, which was called Dizak Alzheimer. And uh, there was a... <laughs> There was a movie um I think of the same name um that was uh, a, 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 what? You got a problem with a German?
0: No, I just think it's really funny.
1: Das but, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh it's an adapted, you know, it's a remake of a of, of a foreign film and you know, Liam Neeson stars as this hitman who's you know, clearly getting up in age. I mean, Liam Neeson's seventy years old, so a lot of this like hitman with a series of skills is getting a little bit not believable. Except this movie, you're like, okay, well, this dude doesn't need to be doing this anymore. It's not and like he
0: seems seventy though.
1: He does in this movie. And uh and and for good reason. I mean, he's he's got, you know, early stage Alzheimer's. And um, you know, Guy Pierce plays this. You know, uh, you know, detective who you know was on on a task force for you know uh, uh, human trafficking because we're going back to that old chestnut where um, you know the bad guys are are, are baby fuckers or whatever. And uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's like the, that's the new bad guy, you know. And then it's like the whole beginning of the movie is like, a, you know, he's on a sting. He's like pretending to be, like, this creepo perv. And he's like, uh, so, uh, how old are you, girl? And she's like, oh, let me just tug on your wiener. And he's like, no, let me, like, let me know how old you are first. And then she's like, oh, right! And then everything goes haywire. And, um, you know, there's, like, a cartel tie-in. I'm uncomfortable right now. This is the movie! This is, I'm describing the movie, okay? Nothing that I'm saying did not happen in the movie. And then the bad guy is, is white america and uh which is hilarious and uh except for the main bad guy is neither white nor american and uh it's this lady the ceo who has this sort of weird indiscriminate uh accent um that you can't quite place and she's like the bad guy it's monica bellucci plays you know davana sealman and she has this ins- it's like these the, the whoever the the acting coaches are were like okay let's come up with a bad guy accent it's like foreign from somewhere but we don't know and they're like okay got it it's like Monica Bellucci's performance was if she was trying to play a bad guy that Antonio Banderas was trying to play that wasn't Spanish and uh, you're like "What? what is going on here and she's like this
0: is bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> and like, what is going on and you know, Guy Pearce and Liam Neeson are the only two characters that are actually interesting to watch. And, you know, Liam Neeson, he's just running around shooting people the whole time. He's like, I don't kill kids. And, you know, classic hitman <laughs> trope. And hit then, like a group of
0: teenagers come after him and he's like, pew,
1: pew, 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 pew. And he's like, I forgot. Um, That'd be sick. But, you know, it's it's classic hitman trope where it's a hitman that just like oh, i'm not gonna kill a kid i mean you've seen it in a thousand movies and he keeps dropping his alzheimer's medicine like in every fucking set like he's just like oh well pew pew pew, and he drops these pills and his pill bottle with his like prescription on it and guy pierce is like hmm these pills again and it's just a stupid series of events where He's on this task force, guy Pierce's task force, with Taj Atwal and this a guy Antonio Jeremilo, who is the most poorly acted, paper thin characters uh, that that just just make this movie just cringibly hilarious to watch. Um, and all to a very predict- predictable plot twist at the end, right? You know, and Liam Neeson's, you, you can't. My problem with this movie is this guy is struggling with Alzheimer's. And despite being in a movie with Guy Pierce who was in Memento, which is a movie literally about a guy who can't remember shit and is writing notes all over the place, it's like, take a freaking notepad and guy and go, you know what? I was in a really good movie about this. Same shit. Maybe we should do it this nope, 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 nope. Um they 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 squander all of these really cool potential ways of making Liam Neeson's um, sort of uh, affliction be a part of the story and it's not like he forgets his keys a couple times and he like you know uh, forgets a, 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 a pin and a gun a firing pin and his gun once and you know but you don't get this whole like okay I'm I'm Gapping out and forgetting—you don't get any of that. You don't get any sense that this this um, Alzheimer's is becoming a really big part of his life until like the very end. All of a sudden, and then it's like Alzheimer's is like this time clock boogeyman. It's like in one hour, I'll have full Alzheimer's. So we better solve this thing. And it's just—it's so forced and stupid. He's like, "Oh, if I just had my pills, my Alzheimer's would would be at bay for another hour." And it's like, "What the fuck?" And um. Yeah, it just fall the movie falls apart, man. Um there's so many better Hitman movies out there. Uh I mean, taken. Any pick any taken and it's better than this. Um
0: It's not a Hitman movie. That's a rescue, revenge, but he's got a CIA of, guy. He's got
1: a set of skills. You know, there's a lot of pew 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 or throop, 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 I guess is the the noise. Movie silencers. Yeah. Throop, throop. I mean, the movie silencers are they got a noise. But yeah, I do not recommend this movie. I mean, this movie is not doing well at the box office. If you want to it is it is a
0: I still need to see it.
1: Paint by numbers action hitman trope with a 70-year-old as the lead and they're like, "How do we make this believable? Give him Alzheimer's." And uh and so I guess maybe now Liam Neeson every action movie he's in, he's going to have some sort of Crippling old person disease, or like the next one, he's just got like gout really bad, or uh, he's like ne- a nearsighted sniper or something really funny uh. would be <laughs> would be like I can't, <coughs> and I got too much pride to you know let let my commanding officer know, and he's just like sniping civilians left and right. No, and just... scope
0: would help. He just wouldn't know what direction to point it. Where is he? Okay. I can't find <laughs> uh, Oh, man. Sam said that you never see an Amish bad guy in movies, uh, and that was something I just wanted to mention real quick because it wouldn't work, man. There'd be horse hair and beard hair and stuff like that left all over. They wouldn't know... Um, how to avoid the technology of the day? Rumspringa's is just not long enough for <laughs> them to learn learn how to evade the the authorities.
1: Well, what, if, what if like okay if we were doing a, a shout outs over on YouTube? Hardy Entertainment, Al's play, saying greetings from Atlanta. What's up, oh, dude? Nice. Uh, but what if like an Amish like there was an Amish action movie where it was a
0: bad guy where you know that like. That there is an Amish action movie. It has Tim Allen and Kirsty. Or <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen, Kirsty Allen, right? like oh, what that count? What
1: was that movie called? I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. What's the like name of witness it? Witness Protection. Yeah, and they're like riding that. Yeah, uh, yeah that's a terrible movie. Um, but you know, like, what if in that 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 if I if I was a screenplay writer, which I'm not, but. Um, you know, I've read a lot of really bad screenplays, and I think this could be one, where, like, you know that year of time when, like, you know, an Amish boy grows his first pube, and they're like, well, we'll send you out into the wilderness, and you get to do what you want for, like, a year. And that's, like, a thing. Read the Amish Bible. Like, Springer. Yeah, Romspr- Springer It's like when, you're, when your first pube has springed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And like they send you out into the real world uh, to like either become an adult and uh, or you know get scared of the world and and run back to your your duties of you know churning butter and building houses and um, you know riding in wagons and 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 maybe there's like a a, a dude that becomes like a, a hitman in that year where he's like he's got a set of like Amish skills and he like all of his weapons are like m- built from like wood and, uh, <laughs> and like no one can figure it out. They got metal. Just...
0: Uh, no, like, well, in... well
1: he doesn't have time to like run a forge or anything Maybe and build a gun. He's yeah, only got a year.
0: Rahm is not that long. You ever see uh, that movie sex drive? Uh, those the guys are driving across country, and like Seth Green is an Amish dude, and he has those guys, and they fix the GTO because that what they did when they were outside of the Amish community was like learn how to fix turn, GTOs, turn wrenches. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's a life you can't leave behind. Yeah. Um. You know, you can't you can't live life a quarter mile at a time in a freaking can't. horse cart. Um. Yeah, that's 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 neither fast nor furious. Uh, let's see. Um, Lodge Webb says on Twitch, there was only one point in memory that they used the memory aspect in well to regard the plot, which is the assassination. He wasn't sure if he did or not, but that lasted about two minutes. Yeah, that
0: was the only time. That was the only time. He wants you to talk about the gold carts in the lobby.
1: Uh, I don't have time to talk about the gold carts in the lobby. Um, it just, everything in this movie. The lobby scene was ridiculous. There was, there was so many ridiculous things. I mean, I was I was snickering in the theater when I saw memory um, it it golf carts yeah that's I, I knew that's what you're talking about like like okay the, the, the scene that he's talking about is the 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 main bad guy Monica with the in weird accent from wherever the hell she was from protecting her son who was a, a child sexer um, who was like yeah mom I gotta get I get this kid sex party I got to go to and she's like oh be careful do not let your don't take yourself in no pictures and uh, and so when he dies and she's like oh I got to protect myself in this sort of you know um, Nakatomi center that she has she's just like calls the like Cleveland PD or wherever dumbass town they were in uh, or it was like Santa Fe or uh, San Pedro or something like that Some, somewhere in Texas somewhere stupid and um <laughs> Like, there was...
0: Shout out to all our Texas viewers.
1: Yeah, t- t- shout out to Texas. Uh, El Paso. Thank you, Logan. Um, and there was quite literally like 150... Cops like there was patrol cars Everywhere and just this office building And there was guys in like golf carts Riding around in the lobby and like Seven you know it looked like It looked like Joe Pesci's squad From like the Michael Jackson moonwalker Video where there's like hundreds Of indiscriminate helmet wearing Rifle carrying dudes to protect Like one dude that's got Like a child hostage Did he
0: morph into a rabbit on a Motorcycle?
1: (laughs) God I wish But, uh, But yeah it was just so ridiculous ridiculous and uh you know of course Liam Neeson you know distracts them all and and manages to shoot all of them in places that you know don't kill them and uh this movie's dumb um you'll probably love it
0: yeah probably I, I still need to watch it once I'm sans possums
1: well anyway memory in theaters right now you can check it out it's not doing very well it probably won't be no uh, as sam asks on facebook is it pants worthy i would say no um but it is there. You can check it out if you want to. But uh, that brings us up to the box office roundup for this week. Uh, I'm going to let Jake take over again for the box office roundup. The box office roundup is where we take the top 10 movies in America. We tell you what the box office was last week. Um, and the reason we do this is because understanding your box office report is the best way to understand not only the health of the um, film industry and the theatrical film release industry, but it also gives you a really good sort of metric of, What's going to get a sequel? What style of movie we're going to see more of? Are we going to see more horror movies? Are we going to see more indie movies? Are we going to see more comic book movies? You know, what studio's doing well? What projects are going to get greenlit? So if you understand your box office, you can really understand um, kind of what's going to happen in the future. So we will kick it off with number
0: 10. Number 10 coming in, still hanging in there. We got Morbius talking about those comic book movies. Uh, This one looks like it is one of the ones that people have not been stoked on uh it brought in only 1.5 million that's not uh, good for a comic book movie yep uh which brings it to a total of 71.47 million total domestic Uh, so that's the domestic total It's not what Sony wanted to see. It crossed its budget overseas. It made its money back early on. People Mm -hmm. said it was a flop and all that, but it made its money back early on. It's just not the success level that they're used to seeing uh, out of their Marvel properties. Uh, So we'll see how that one goes. The law Uh, of
1: diminishing returns in full effect.
0: Especially since they already have its multiverse nonsense tied in. Um, We'll we'll see where it goes. Uh, Number nine, Father Stew. Weird to still see it in the top ten, but there's not many movies out there. No, there's uh, not. It brought in 2.2 million, um, which puts its domestic total at 17 and a half. Three uh, weeks, so not not terrible. Not more great. than what you would expect from something that had no advertising until two days before release on all of your YouTube and Facebook videos, and no comic book superpowers. That's true, but it does have. Uh, marky mark and uh mad Max and- hey how's your faith <laughs> yeah yeah uh number eight memory opened at number eight ouch yo uh bringing in 3.1 million it's only in Two thousand five hundred theaters. Yeah, it's not it's not it a didn't super get like a wide full release. release uh, that that is and, what's
1: called expanded release. For those of you that are just tuning in and never seen the show, um, under like under three thousand is expanded. Over three thousand is wide. Under uh, five hundred or under one thousand is limited, and under the hundred is you know like la new york it's just like it's just out
0: sure yeah so its full total is that 3.1 million it'd be interesting to see what its entire budget was that it's aiming to get back uh number seven hanging in there for its sixth uh week is the lost city uh it brought in 3.8 million bringing its full total up to 90.7 Uh, so not so bad doing pretty well, not so bad. Uh, then number six, the unbearable weight of massive talent, which you reviewed last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, it brought in 3.8 million as well, bringing its total up to 13.5. So
1: interesting fact about the unbearable weight of massive talent is, um, Lionsgate is not sure what to do, uh, with the future of comedy because of this movie, but, um, not doing as well as it wanted it. Uh, all the hype.
0: Well, it's one of those things. I, I, what hype? It wasn't there. They they didn't like run trailers for it on TV or anything. No, that the I'm aware meme of. hype.
1: The you know. It's like where does the internet hype start and the actual hype of people that will buy tickets begin?
0: You gotta actually have some time out there for people to find it and see it and be like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe try advertising. Uh then number five everything everywhere all at once which you've also reviewed uh recently it brought in 3.8 as well uh that one uh, total, domestic, 13. Oh, no, it brought in 5.5.
1: Oh, 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 oh,
0: I'm looking you. at the wrong one, yeah. Uh, it brought in 5.5 million, and its domestic total is 35.5. So here's something. Doing not so bad. Unbelievable
1: about this movie. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Again, probably the best performing A24 movie out here. Did something this week that no movie, no big, big theatrical release has been known to do. It went, in its uh, sixth weekend, it went up. Like, usually movies just go down, 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 down um, after they're, you know, they'll open up and then they'll drop about 40 to 60%. And then another, you know, Morbius dropped 75% from its first week, which was huge. But then it'll usually drop another 30 to 40% each week until it's out of its limited run. In its sixth week in release, every, Everything Everywhere All at Once actually jumped up 2% from the previous week. People are losing their minds. Like, they're like, wait a minute, what? Are we in a multiverse? Um, because movies don't do that, but this did, and as Tyler just said over on YouTube, um, great word of mouth, it's such a good movie. If you've got it in your theaters, which is only in 2200 theaters, go check it out.
0: Then, holding steady at number four, The Northman, uh, which we both reviewed, uh, brought in 6.3 million, uh, and that brings its domestic total up to 22.8. So, that one still hanging in there, that's good because. We were afraid that it would be much further down on the list. Uh, So it's very good that it's at least holding steady. In the top five. Bringing in some form of income there. Because it's a bit of a challenging movie Mm.
1: for your average studio or average audience goer. It's uh, not one that I would just walk in blindly and go, Dude, you want to see some dudes fight with axes? Well,
0: and it's something that it's gotten a lot more advertising than something like The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. But it's on a subject that everyone's kind of like, What the hell is that movie supposed to be about? Uh, kind of a thing mm-hmm. uh, so good to see it at least holding holding steady uh, and speaking of holding steady number three Fantastic Beasts Secrets of Dumble dumbass movie uh, brought in 8.3 million because people needed something to watch uh, and that brings its domestic total to just shy of 80 at 79.5 yeah
1: uh, we looking, reviewed that movie too. Yeah, you can check out the uh, the episodes. You go back on our YouTube channel or wherever you get your uh, podcast. You can find previous episodes. And generally, if you if you just want to get to the uh, review, just scrub to the second half of the show, and that's when we do them.
0: Yeah, and another one, holding steady in its place. Well, wow, all of these have. Uh, just stayed right where they were. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 brought in $11.5 million this past weekend, uh, which brings pretty its good domestic gross Only
1: to, a 26% drop from last
0: week. That's pretty dang good yeah, for a fourth week. For four weeks, yeah. Uh, bringing its domestic total $161 million, Uh So I'm sure we'll probably get yet another Sonic movie but it will have to be without Dr. Robotnik or at least that's right the one that we know they'll have oh, to CGI out. him into the Eggman oh shape. shit that'd from be the cool. fall that'd he be ate, cool he ate weird mushrooms and that changes body chemistry and now he can be shaped into the Eggman that'd be cool it would be I'd cool I'd see that <laughs> uh, such hey. a silly movie Send me a check there, uh, Paramount. Uh, <laughs> bring me on as a consultant writer uh, something. That's right. A Don't co-writer. take my idea. Creative consultant. Yes, there we go. At least something that you will give me dollar bills for. I need them. Uh, and then number one, staying at number one, uh, the bad guys. One of those that you didn't get to see yet, but I know you just can't wait mm. to do it. Oh man! If anything, uh, I love it's double feature it's this talking weekend: talking
1: animals doing people things. God, yeah. I just can't get enough of that genre. Well,
0: apparently, people honestly can't. They, it brought in sixteen point two three seven million dollars in its <laughs> second week, bringing its total up to forty four and a half million in the domestic box office in two weeks. Not yeah. bad. So. Yeah, in the yeah. non-movie-going times. Yeah, yeah doing a good job. Uh, Tyler
1: over on YouTube said he kept thinking that um, Northman was an A24. Um, and same with Seems everything. that way. Same with everything everywhere all at once. I mean, like, we've got some very indie films coming out. Um, but I think we've all gotten used to, like, indie films being A24. But they kind of, A24 did kick the door open for uh, more indie films to actually get theatrical releases, which I thought was pretty cool and interesting um let's see uh logan over on twitch says bad guys wasn't half bad uh, vince over on twitch says not many movies slip by this show without a review it's true we try to see at least one new movie every week that's in theaters so we got to keep you guys posted uh "The animation style looks interesting at least over on the bad guys um i mean as far as cgi animals doing people things um they did take an interesting turn it's almost like rotoscope cell shaded kind of style animation but still you know traditional cg
0: there is a animals doing people things one that i want to watch which is the super pets dc movie oh the one uh with krypton yeah with yeah. uh rock being crypto oh you know the, the
1: the next rock and kevin hart buddy team up
0: but it's keanu Reeves' batman
1: yeah but it's the rock and kevin hart dude i like the rock i know you love those rock and kevin hart team ups but i am just not a fan I don't mind The Rock. I like The Rock. I just don't. When Kevin Hart and The Rock get together, I just, I'm just. It's no. It's oh. two ingredients that I don't think go together. Talking in about my The dinner. Rock real
0: quick. Uh, one thing The Rock shared, which it's his birthday today. How about that? Well, happy,
1: happy birthday, birthday Dwayne
0: Johnson. Um, <laughs> can we can we
1: get some rock emojis? <laughs> yeah, hit us with some rock emojis yeah, and Exclusive
0: Twitch. over on our Twitch. Yeah, for uh, Dwayne Johnson's birthday here. But he uh, he posted today that... uh, Was he 70? No. 52? (laughs) He's he's up there, I guess, but he's not 70. He posted today that in uh, one of the new episodes of Young Rock coming out, it's actually going to have him at WWE, starting out as Rocky via, Dude, that show is actually not I
1: want to see a return of CGI Scorpion King a la The Mummy 2.
0: Yeah, um, I'm sure it'll get to I that point.
1: Where it's like real bad late 90s, early 2000s CGI. Uh, it's t- not
0: a bad show, and it has Randall Park being uh, pretty funny in it, but mm. uh, in in pretty much every episode. But it, it's 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 a pretty good show.
1: So Tyler says, "Don't you get it? One short and one's big." Ha! Ah, yeah, that's that that's the stick. That's why I don't like it. And anyway, well, that's our thing. That's right, and and yeah, don't steal our fire, rocking Kevin Hart. But uh, anyway, all right, guys. Well, we are out of time. We'll be back next week talking about the multiverse of madness. Uh, so we uh, will see you guys next week don't forget to like and subscribe Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube we broadcast live every Monday night Central Standard Time and if you do not have time to tune in live you can always check us out wherever you download your podcasts so if you use Spotify, Tuned In uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Music whatever it is you use just search for the Drive-In Speaker Box Drive-In has a hyphen speaker box is all one word and you can hit us up there and uh, tune in it'll be fun we'll we'll appreciate it we'll, you know if you like and subscribe, we'll will get money, I guess, maybe? That'd be, that'd be pretty dope, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Maybe would be dope. I'd like it. Anyway, all right, guys. Well, as always, I'm Bo the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy the Grit. And I will see you guys uh, next week. How about that? See ya.